visit RTI on the web at english.rti.org.tw. Hello and welcome to Radio Taiwan International. I am Natalie. So, up this hour we have Chinese to go, a free Chinese lesson for you. And on hashtag Taiwan, Leslie Liao will tell you all about Will Smith's recent trip to Taiwan. And then we have Status Update, an interactive show hosted by John and Shirley. But first join us for Here in Taiwan. Welcome to Here in Taiwan. It's Tuesday, October 29th. And in the studio, we have Leslie Liao. Hello. Jake Chen. Hello. And I am Natalie So. Now, what do children in Taiwan want the president to do next year? Well, we'll tell you what they said in a recent survey. Also, Taiwan recently saw its biggest gay pride parade. We'll be telling you more about that. And Taiwan college students released a new video game on Steam. And also, Academia Seneca had an open house about how they uh, photographed the black hole. Those stories and more coming right up. Okay, so Taiwan just had a really big gay pride parade. Did you guys notice it at all? Were you out that day? It was on Saturday. I didn't explicitly notice it, but okay. um, it did, did affect my trail. Because, <laughs> did it affect your trail? Yeah, they 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 uh they implemented traffic regulation controls way out, like all the way out to right. uh, past Chiang Kai-shek Memorial Hall. Right. It was from Taipei City Hall. Mm. So and then all the way to the presidential office. So I was like actually. Uh, shopping along that line, and wow, I mean, there's tons of people. There's about 200,000 people. That's a so lot. it's the biggest, you know, gay pride parade, the 17th one held in Taiwan. And basically, um, well, last year Taiwan passed, hey, this year, sorry, <laughs> this year Taiwan passed um, legalized um, marriage between homosexual people. So it's a big year for that community. And um, they're hoping, and what they were trying to promote is that. Um, people can be treated equally at work. Um, mm. They can take marriage and maternal leave. Um, and also that they think they want companies to give uh, classes about sexual equality. And uh, their slogan was treat gay people as if they were your friendly neighbors. <laughs> well, so what do you guys think of all this? Most gay people I know are my friendly neighbors. So. <laughs> that's, that's true. Why do I have to call for that? <laughs> Like I don't, we don't have to go out of our way to do what we already do, is what Jake's true. trying to right. say. <laughs> yeah. um, I heard, like, we are very friendly, right? But the referendum was very hard. Like, the, the, the path to equality was very, was quite difficult, well, I, I, I think remember. There were challenges. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I mean, I understand um, the side, both sides of the spectrum, because I know that many of the uh, middle-aged people who are usually parents, mm. they're con concerned about the education aspect because they're afraid the effect it might have on their children. If right. you're always saying, oh, you might be transsexual, you might be whatever, they're afraid that their children will be confused or, you know, yeah. misled by all kinds of, or try, experiment with all kinds of sexuality. So those are the concerns that parents have. Mm. Um, maybe you guys can't relate right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not right now, no. Yeah. 
So I think that's why there was there was opposition against the teaching about the community, you know, uh, by homosexuality in schools. Yeah, I remember there were, and actually there are still a lot of debates back and forth between sort of the the parents and uh, the education ministry on how. Uh, sexual education should be implemented and and or changed at uh, uh, middle and elementary school since children at that age are so impressionable you know so yeah. getting that right is, is it's challenging. very hard and even if even if you have it right in the textbook the teacher is going to present it in, in a certain way too in right? whatever way he or she presents right. on that day yeah so it is a very sensitive issue. I super, think. super touchy right. especially you're not just only talking about education but you're also talking about one of the most sensitive issues in education so how they're going to go about implementing it and you want to introduce radical like i don't want to say radical change but substantial change yeah that's always going to turn heads right so that's not going on i mean that hasn't been passed so but i can understand why that community would want that because they want it to be treated fairly right equally they want people not to discriminate against them so i think that's their main concern but i think it's gonna be hard and, and so yeah even the law that we did quote unquote pass was that they didn't really amend the civil code which is what that community really was hoping for uh-huh. they put in place like a separate special law to to make it legal uh, right. as we stand right now so there's even debate in, in that and how actual quote unquote legal it is so yeah and I didn't know that they didn't enjoy the exact same rights I thought they did no they didn't. It, it seems from this um, parade that they're fighting for equal uh, leave types of marriage-related leave and paternal leave. Yeah, because the right that were sort of granted to them after the special law was put in place is still, I mean, according to many arguments, quite limited. You still can't tie the knots, I mean, legally with anyone from outside of Taiwan, and there's like no, a lot... No, you can't if their country allows, also legalizes yeah, There are a lot of marriage, yeah. limitations, and like you said, parental leaves and different insurances, like they're still fighting for that. Not to mention the scope on the community, right, how they're looked at, so... Well, I guess one thing at a time, right? Yeah. So anyway, that was the big, big parade last weekend. open house in the black hole that we participated in this project yeah so back in april the first ever image of a black hole was taken and i don't know about uh you or jake but i am a huge i'm hugely hugely into space oh really like stuff like that fascinates me just how big the cosmos is it is fascinating i do have a question when that title was first read don't doesn't a black hole suck in all the lights. How do you receive lights and photograph them? So what happens is they they don't get the uh, actual hole. Like they don't see the hole, but you see the what's that called? The accretion disk around it. So all the matter that's getting sucked in around it, oh. you see the you see you see like all the orange, which is I think all the gas from the stars and stuff like that. And okay. then if you look in the center, the hole is is black, is pitch black because nothing. Is, is, is coming out of it or, or getting into it so it doesn't really process. And uh, Academia Sinico, which is the premier research institute in Taiwan, played a rather substantial role in capturing that image. And um, I know what you guys are thinking, you know, sometimes there are pictures of black holes, but we've never, this is actually a legit picture. Everything before were artist depictions. And, and it uh, looks like what they pictured right mm-hmm. so <laughs> with more detail we have a good imagination what's uh, very interesting is that guess, there are right? <laughs> there are theoretical 
um, depictions of, of black holes, right? So they're just like, okay, according to physics and according to like the human eye, this is how it should look. Mm. And it turned out that it was exactly the way they they pictured it. Interesting. So um, this year, Academia Sinica, every year they always have like an open house, right? But this was a very special open house because it's coming hot off the heels of a major, major achievement. And they had about 200,000 visitors, almost as the same as the... All uh, the gay pride people went there. (laughs) (laughs) Right after they're done with their parade, you know? Yeah, this was on Sunday, actually. This was on Sunday, so... Maybe the same people. No, You get done done with one, you go to the other, right? Good weekend. Yeah. So educational. And um, there were over 300 scientific activities, and they showed off a lot of the the technology that was required, all of the data uh, in order to take the, uh, the, the picture of the black hole. Um, he talked about uh, one of the uh, research fellows, uh, Paul Ho, he talked about the theme in a speech and then he went all the way back to Albert Einstein. Anyway, it's just really, really cool because um, I just I, I, I think this is such a fascinating story and it's great that people are getting more and more interested in things like this. It's just reaching beyond and uh, it just it's, I sometimes look at stuff like this and I just think wow what a time to be alive it's great it's great that Taiwan is a part of this cutting edge right yeah, yeah. So. has uh, Academia Seneca has said anything about what the research breakthrough will lead to in terms of uh, future projects um, oh I'm sure they have yeah it's a, like I'm a sure major, they have but nothing yeah. in the in the story mm. I know I was following this story before when it still happened and um, this basically kind of confirms a lot of theories about cool. what would have been standing so far. So Einstein's research of rel- uh, his theory of relativity, there were two major breakthroughs uh, in that. One is this picture. The other was the detection of gravitational waves. And I'm not going to bore you guys with all the science. Gosh, but I forgot all that after I graduated. <laughs> I mean, I did study all that stuff. Yeah, it's like it's 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 like to to me, this stuff is so fascinating. It like, is interesting. You know, sometimes on YouTube, I just plug in, like, the biggest stars in the universe, and my mind just explodes. Oh. And uh, I think, I think this is... to discover, huh? I'm, I'm glad people are taking an interest in this. I yeah, really that's great. Have. You're not the only one. Mm-hmm. So Taiwan is also on the cutting edge of video games, are we? Bringing something new to the table? Right. Uh, this is rather, well, you know, compared to what we just read, this is probably not a, <laughs> as substantial of a development. But uh, I, I guess for the, a group of young students at uh, the Southern Taiwan Universities of Science and Tech, it is. Because um, it is not the first case of a Taiwanese gaming company releasing a video game, of course, but this is the first case of a group of students who are literally still at university working with a local company to produce a game that uh, is released on Steam. Now, I guess for those of you who aren't gamers, Steam is, I think, one of the, if not the biggest online uh, gaming platform. It, it's like online Amazon, but for games, mm. where you can buy games. So, I know all about that. Right. All <laughs> Dude, about I hope that. the analogy is correct. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Yeah. You're, you're dead on, man. So, dead on. So, yeah, so to get uh, a game released on there for university students, you know, it's it's a pretty big deal. Um, the game is called Amo Astray. It's a... Uh, it's like one of those side-scrolling games. So picture mm. Mario, but you know, in the space age, where you control oh. a, a, a how do you call that? A, a spore, right? Uh, like a developing like an amoeba. Amoeba, yeah, organism, and you just make your adventures through different platforms. Um, I actually look at the trailer of the game. It's uh, it has pretty good, pretty good graphics. You know, so I'm impressed. It's a group of you know twenty-something year olds who who made it. So. 
Um, the school, I'm glad to see that the school officials are pretty open-minded about it too. Uh, they said uh, they're glad to see that uh, their students making breakthrough, you know, and getting uh, like a small foothold in the, in the market. So it certainly opens doors and possibilities for future students who would major in media and video game making at the university. So that's kind of cool. I mean, they turn a hobby into something. Oh, productive, right? I'm actually yeah looking at it right now, and um, the reviews have been very, very positive. Really? Yeah. 165 people say this is a great, great, uh, great game. Which what is what do you do in the game again? You Can just you explain it. It's kind of like Mario, but it's like it's all this. There's all this like space theme. It's almost it almost looks kind of scary. Okay, so here's the game synopsis. It says Mo Astray is a pixel art side-scrolling action platformer. And uh, lead Mo, which I, which I guess is the main character, through mind-bending puzzles using special abilities, bizarre enemies, threatening traps, and ingenious level design await. Yeah, so like based on the graphic and the trailer I've seen, it's like Mario, but in an alien versus predator universe. That's the best wow. I can put it. That's yeah. great. I mean, yeah, um, good, the domestic video games industry is really up and coming, actually. Um, mm. Red Candle's games, which they, they made the video game behind that movie Devotion. And they came out with, uh, de- uh, no, not not Devotion, Detention. Detention. Devotion was their other game. <laughs> and um, there's another... Detention was a video game to begin with, right? Detention yeah. was a video game to begin with. And um, then there's another company working on a game, like an international video game, that's it's set in Taiwan. So it's yeah, like, it's cool. set in uh, Ximanting. It's like a futuristic Ximan. So, like, these games coming out of Taiwan, are they in Chinese? Are they only for people who, who speak Chinese, read Chinese? Or are they, like, played not, by everybody, anybody? Not this one. I think uh, MLS Straight is in English, right? Yeah. It mostly is, yeah. yeah. English. yeah. And then Devotion and Detention had both English and Chinese versions. So anyone can play, basically? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So, I, yeah, I think we have a lot of bright young minds here, and our tech industry is really soaring. And, people love video games and here. Video, oh, my gosh. It's just like... <laughs> you, you know, Natalie. I know. You know. I have two boys at home. what some younger students are thinking. They were actually asked um, to write down what they wanted the nation's president to focus on next. What do you think their um, their ideas were? We're talking about elementary... More nap time? Young, younger kids. More later, nap time. Later start time for schools. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. That's actually, yeah, I think you guys are right. They wanted more rest time. Oh. I'm not surprised. Outside yeah. of classes. Mm-hmm. So, um, and another major suggestion was, you know, they had um, suggestions for how to improve the education system Hmm. and the environment of their school. And about um, 18% wanted better access to medical care for remote communities. And um, 17% said they wanted policies to help protect the rights of children and students from underprivileged families. These are some very insightful young minds. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they don't just think of themselves, right? Very pragmatic. Yeah. Some of their um, responses said, help children with no money to get schooling. Mm. Um, that's a major challenge in some of the rural areas in, in Taiwan. Yeah, that's yeah. really sad. I mean, I bet there are a lot of bright and, and good young people out there who, who don't really have the same access as an education, kids in right? Taipei, yeah. Yeah. And um, attach more importance to the opinions of children, give assistance to capable individuals who are held back by economic or environmental constraints. Wow. 
Sounds like pretty Deep good. Kids, yeah. man. <laughs> That's like profound for yeah. a bunch of ten-year-olds. Like more recess, you know. That's what I've food, written, written down. I'm telling you. Yeah. Better snacks, but I'm not coming. Leslie, 20 years ago, would have <laughs> just been right on that train. It's like, what? <laughs> Less, more, more, more snacks? You got me. You got my vote. <laughs> so, well, that's that's good. I think. I, I mean, I think the school day is it quite long here. When mm-hmm. I went to school here, and that's about 15 years ago now. Yeah, and the, junior high is really. It was intense. very rigorous. Um, we started at 7:30 in the morning for the flag raising ceremony. And I wouldn't leave the school until 9 o'clock at night. Because you, you did cram school or what? Classes ended at 5. But if you didn't go to cram school, they would make you stay in the classroom and study and do all your and make sure all your homework was done. Really? Yeah, it's called Wan Zi Xi. So Is it's it like, private like, school? Self-study sessions. Private school. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so that's what you did? That's what I did. Self-study? Oh, so you did your homework there? Well, like, yeah. Nine. Like, you'd stay in the classroom with all of your classmates. Oh. And they'd have a teacher just like sit there for three hours in silence so that's how you learn your chinese so well right being forced like uh more than 12 hours a day well yeah and then actually i learned to type chinese real well thanks to video game (laughs) 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 i'm sorry to admit it so so how was it adjusting from like you were coming from america right terrifying my gosh terrifying um it's been so difficult uh, it was it was it was so scary because like back then you, as long as you made it school at nine and then you got off at three, you're just like okay I'm down for nine whatever. o'clock. Well, you you go to school at nine, like school starts, starts at nine. nine. Class yeah. starts at nine now. Are you serious? Yeah, I, know, that, I thought they started at eight. Mm-hmm. I was in Canada. Canada in Canada school starts at about eight thirty. Oh man! Oh, wow, yeah. nine o'clock. Yeah, it was so That's hard adjusting. So nice. And um, what, my school was in Taiwan was very traditional, so they still had punishments oh wow what school like, is this physical punishments Can it's I called ask? uh Shu oh, okay. Ignatius. it's out in Luzo very old very popular catholic old uh-huh. school my kids went line. to one that had a lot of punishments and he would get all these pink slips uh-huh. oh, I'm like an... what did you do wrong again <laughs> it's just they use a little minor thing you yeah. know like yeah. talking to your classmate when the teacher you can't like, you know. like eat and walk at the same time in Taiwanese <laughs> schools which is crazy to me like you can't eat and walk you can't eat and drink if a teacher walks by you have to greet them if you don't you're in trouble Like, there's just so many of these uh, rules. Like, in your uniform, it has to be tucked in all the time. Right. Your hair has to be a certain length. And your your, your socks have to be a certain length also. And you can get infractions for any of these. Oh, yeah. And then you have to, like, do some cleanup or or something like that. Cleanup or push-ups or, you know. Yeah. Oh, they get you in shape and discipline. They got you, man. They got you. I think especially boys, right? Because you tend to be more, uh, move around a lot and, and... Yeah, get distracted. Yeah, so yeah that's the age thing. where boy have all the sort of outward know. energies. So you know? it's not easy. It was a boy's school, so there was no. Anytime anyone was just like, Leslie, what was it like going to school in Taiwan? I'm like, you ever see that movie Gladiator? <laughs> <laughs> or Jarhead. <laughs> or Jarhead, something yeah. like that. Oh my yeah. goodness. Well, you turned out pretty well, Leslie. No, thank Good you. Good thing you went both ways, and you did too, Jake. Both thank ways, you. right? East and West. Oh, yeah. All right. So uh, thanks for joining us for here in Taiwan. And do stay tuned for Chinese to go. Hashtag Taiwan and status update. For here in Taiwan, I'm Natalie So. I'm Leslie Leo. And I'm Jake Chen. We'll see ya.
Welcome to Chinese to Go, the program where you learn authentic Chinese, the Chinese that we use in real life in Taiwan. Do you always keep your promises? Do you apologize if you are not able to do it? Let's listen to a conversation. You already passed. You are late again. You always keep me waiting for so long. Try to be on time. You need to pay attention to what time it is. 抱歉,对不起,让你久等了。Sorry to keep you waiting for so long. 你太不守信用,答应就要做到,言而无信,我再也不相信你。You are so unreliable. You need to start keeping your promises. If you can't do that, I won't be able to trust you again. 真的非常抱歉。我答应下次一定守时准时到。I am really sorry. I promise to be right on time next time. 你每次答应准时到,结果都没做到,完全不值得信任。You always promise to be on time and you never are. You are not trustworthy at all. 真的很抱歉,我不会再迟到,以后我一定守信用。I am so sorry. I won't be late again. I will keep my promises from now on. Right. 你又迟到了。每次都让我等那么久。你又迟到了。你、you、you、again。迟到to be late. 每次都让我等那么久。每次、every time, always. 让我等to keep me waiting. 等to wait. 那么久。久。long. 那么久。for so long. 请你要守时啊。要有时间观念。请你要守时。守时 means be punctual. But here it means try to be on time. 要有时间观念。时间, time. 观念, concept. But here it means you need to pay attention to what time it is. 抱歉,对不起,让你久等了。Sorry to keep you waiting for so long. 抱歉。and the 对不起 are pretty much the same. They all mean sorry. 让你久等了。To keep you waiting for so long. 你太不守信用。答应就要做到。言而无信。我再也不相信你。你太不守信用。信用 means promise. 守信用 to keep a promise. Here it means you are not reliable. You are so unreliable. 答应就要做到。答应 means to keep a promise. 就要做到。You have to do it. You need to start keeping your promises. 言而无信,我再也不相信你。言而无信 is a commonly used expression. It means people who are not able to keep their promises. 信, here it means to trust, to believe. 我再也不相信你。I won't be able to trust you again. 相信, to believe, to trust. 真的非常抱歉,我答应下次一定守时准时到。抱歉, sorry, 非常抱歉,really sorry. 真的非常抱歉,I'm really sorry. 我答应,I promise. 下次, next time, 守时, to be on time. 
准时 to be on time. I promise to be right on time next time. 你每次答应准时到，结果都没做到，完全不值得信任。你 ，you， 每次 ，every time， always， 答应 to promise， 准时 on time， 到 to arrive。You always promise to be on time. 结果都没做到。结果 usually means result. 结果都没做到。Here it means you never are. 完全不值得信任。完全不值得信任。值得 to worth. 信任 trust. 值得信任 trustworthy. 不值得信任 not trustworthy. 真的很抱歉，我不会再迟到。以后我一定守信用。真的很抱歉 ，I'm so sorry. 我不会再迟到，迟到 to be late. I won't be late again. 守信用 to keep a promise. 信用 a promise. 以后 in the future or from now on. Welcome to hashtag Taiwan. My name is Leslie Liao, the social media guru here at RTI. This week we're going to be talking about Will Smith coming to Taiwan and promoting his new movie Gemini Man. That and more coming up on hashtag Taiwan. Don't go away. This week on hashtag Taiwan, RTI social media guru Leslie Liao. Tells us about Ang Lee and Will Smith in Taiwan. Hey, Leslie. How's it going, guys? Anyway, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Will Smith is here. I'm talking about the Fresh Prince. I'm talking about Big Willie style, getting jiggy with it, and going to Miami <laughs> in that order specifically. <laughs> anyway, he was here on a five day trip with Taiwanese director and Oscar winning director Ang Lee and、uh, super producer Jerry Bruckheimer promoting their new movie Gemini Man. Now they landed last Friday, and since then Will Smith has been having a great time. He went to Ningxia Night Market in. Taipei, where he tried the local delicacies. He told us he really liked papaya milk, but when、mm. it came to drink,、uh, when it comes to bitter melon juice, he thought it was 不好喝不好喝 meaning he did not like it at all.、Mm. Uh, Facebook user Hong Mingman actually had the illustrious honor and the luck of sitting next to Will Smith、wow. at a restaurant in Ningxia Night Market, and he actually、uh, recorded a video. Check this out right here. Whoa! You see that? That's that big Willie style energy that I've been talking about. Anyway, the rest of his trip was kept kind of a secret, but thanks to the power of social media, we know where he went. 
Film distributor Paramount Taiwan's、Ooh. Facebook page shared these pictures of Bruckheimer, Smith, and Lee at the top of 101. Wow, that's cool. He's close to the edge. Yeah, that's、Ooh. right. And、uh, look how happy they look. Anyway, I'm going to tell you guys a secret. You can actually see my house from these pictures. I'm not going to tell you where it is. Not going to tell you where it is, but it's in there. I got Ellen Chu here、uh. as an RTI host, Ellen Chu. As an Andrew, your co-host for Feast Meets West, Ellen Chu. She gets all the best gigs. She emceed the press conference for、That's、Gemini、so cool. Man, and in it, she says that Will Smith is a person so down to earth that you want to be on his friends list. High energy, positive, and dedicated to his job. If we want to clone someone, I think we would like to clone him. Oh, oh I totally agree. That's just high praise. I just、mm-hmm. love that positive energy. I mean, he just、mm-hmm. always like so happy and, and just exuding you know, yeah, positive energy. Well, and also, you know, stars like this—they come to Taiwan all the time, and they have to sit down and like sample the local delicacies and have a million people watching them. But he is on all the time. Right, he loves it. And he's, he's having a great、it. time.、Yeah. You can tell he's having a great time. It's infectious. Big.、So. Willie style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks a lot, Leslie yeah, no Liao,、worries. and、uh, thanks for joining us for hashtag Taiwan. Do follow us on social media. Leave a comment below. We'd love to hear from you. Status update. Welcome to Status Update. I'm Shirley Lin. I'm John Van Trieste. We'll be getting to your letters, your letters of the week, where you write us and let us know what you think about our programs. We always like to know that so that we can do better. But before we do that, though, we're gonna update our status. Yes, with status update. But first, we gotta start out by updating our own status. Right, right. So、um, I hear that you went to a massage parlor or something like that. Um, I think I was, it's much needed, I suppose.、Um, no, I was dragged there. Oh, really? Yes. Okay.、Uh, my significant other loves、uh, them. Oh yeah. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> Oh, I'm not, sure not who, either. I'm not sure where it began. I guess it's the same thing in like parts of Southeast Asia too. Like the thing is, well, I guess in Thailand it makes sense because they have Thai massage. Like it's a traditional thing. Yes. But for some reason, people have decided to market massages to tourists to Taiwan as well. And、mm-hmm. I think it's especially popular among Japanese and Korean visitors. And like so, people. I guess. Probably because it's cheap, but it's not very traditional like Thai massage. We don't have like a Taiwanese massage tradition. No, we don't. So, there are、uh, foot massages, which、yes. I think have something to do with Chinese medicine.、Mm-hmm. And you can also, I guess, also probably not unique to Taiwan. There are blind masseurs,、mm. and it's said that their heightened sense of touch. Makes their massages better somehow. Yeah, but、uh, generally, yeah, it's a thing that people come here to do, and. I was put on the massage table myself this past week, <laughs> against my will. Okay, and so it was a, a full massage, a whole body massage. Yeah,、um, yeah. I don't like those. I they're okay. <laughs> the spa environment is nice. 
Yeah. Like oh, yeah. Tea. It's always nice. I like and soaking the, your feet. It's and the, in the music, bubbly maybe? water. It's very nice. And the aroma. You know, yeah. And that's the all music, fine. Right? But yeah. uh, be, uh, touching, especially like <laughs> my legs are very like, he's like, are you ticklish or something? Oh. Like jerking around, <laughs> uh, thrashing about. Uh, yeah, I don't like that very much. Oh, I don't know what it is, but, you know, usually if I get a full body massage, I, I feel good on that day. But the next day, I start feeling aches and sores and just something's just not right. Maybe I have a heart problem where I shouldn't get, like, really hard massage or something. We well, can so, tell them that. They ask. Yeah, well, I didn't know at the time, oh. you know. So that's why now I resort to just foot massage. That's the worst. <laughs> that's the worst of them all. Well, you can always tell them to be softer and more gentle. Right. That's right? the one thing that I think probably has some basis in uh, Chinese medicine that mm. maybe you could call culturally Taiwanese in any in some way. But uh, no, this is just a regular spa treatment. And again, it's not. It wasn't bad. I just um, I wouldn't spend money really most of the time to to do it unless it was like super special. Like, yeah. did you sleep better you know, that night? No. <laughs> I think I'm just a tense person generally, so there's yeah. nothing they can really do for me there. Right. Come to think of it, if I do take a full body massage, I prefer those with essential oils. And then you tell them, I mean, to do a gentle kind of push kind of thing with the essential oil. Oh, that's it's nice. Really, really soothes me. Yeah. Oh, that's, okay. Yeah. yeah, I could get into that, I guess. Um, right. I'm not yeah. really sure what's essential about essential oils, <laughs> but... Um, I don't know. Essential ingredients within the oil itself? I, don't I think know. maybe it's like essence. Essence? The essence of something like they've yeah. they've they've sort of distilled it down to its essence. They've mm, gotten mm. rid of all the impurities. Maybe that's what it is. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, all right, uh, okay. Uh, but I, what, what's always surprising is like the number of these places that they have in in Taipei. And uh, the one I went to wasn't very touristy, but there are all these places that advertise in Japanese, especially. Mm. I don't I don't know why. Uh, but if you come to Taiwan, I think that's it's it's certainly cheaper than yeah. all the parts of the world. So. Go for it. Right. All right. I think it's uh, time to get to our listeners' letters. Okay. As always, we just love so much to hear from you. Do write us. Our address is PO Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Our email address is rti at rti.org.tw. And remember, you can always reach us on Facebook. We look forward to reading your comments there. Okay. So the first one is coming to us from Mikio Kohara of Japan. And it looks like he listened in October 10th. Uh, at 15665 kilohertz, uh, Simple Radio was 35333. I actually listened to our National uh, Day uh, live broadcast. That's what it was. So, um, special broadcast of National Day, 108th anniversary of the Republic of China. The ceremony starts with National Anthem Chorus, greetings from the Chairman of the Legislature, greetings from overseas Chinese representative. Then there was a performance by the Maniac family. And then Tsai Ing-wen, President Tsai Ing-wen's speech, um, he wrote some excerpts from it. It says that we have overcome various difficulties. Taiwan rejects China's one country, two systems. We continue to protect freedom, democracy, human rights, and will continue to improve the national power of the economy and the military. And then a ceremonial core parade and performance, and then it was the end of the ceremony. Uh, well, actually, there was a group performance by new immigrants, motorbike parade, that would have been the police, uh, military police yep. are... Uh, motorcade, yes. And then various athletes and skills, Olympics persons, and in performing traditional dances, students of the Army Academy, Military Academy. Uh, he also said, listen, on October 11th, uh, on 15320 kilohertz this time, symbol rating was anywhere from 2 to 4, with interference from the NHK World Japanese Service. 
Uh, you're listening to here in Taiwan talking about the factory machine, popular hats and caps in Taiwan, beneficial skin lotion, Taiwan icons, tourist destinations and shopping area. And then uh, he listened to Lights Camera uh, Asia as well, talked about a topic of an Asian film. It was a Japanese film, probably, question mark, that is. Condition of the wave was fair to poor for listening. After 15 minutes, it was noisy. It was difficult to listen clearly. All right. Well, we'll bring it up with our technical department. Thank you so much for writing in. That was Mikio Kohara of Japan. We've got a letter here, a stack of reports, really, from our friend Brian Newell, who listens to us from Logansport, Indiana, in the U.S. It says, Dear Andrew Carlson, Ellen, Jake, John, Leslie, Natalie, Paula, and Shirley, and those behind the scenes. <laughs> got the whole gang. All right. Uh, Sandy Yi had so much to say about inclusive art, taking time to understand and accept and even invite those who may be in the audience, who may be different. Uh, he's talking about our October 18th edition of Taiwan Today. I hear inclusivity and acceptance in RTI programs, in acceptance of and seeking to understand others who may be different. Oh, that there might be more understanding in the world and in our own daily lives. Best wishes in all poetry, programming, music, and interviews. And uh, among the reports here, we've got uh, some notes about an episode of Curious John that went out on September 28th. This was about the Sherman Reservoir uh, in Taoyuan. Thanks to Shirley for that idea. Oh, good. Idea for that program. Um, There was an episode of Jukebox Republic about Southside Taipei. uh, Also, MJ116. Yes. Wooden Fence. Uh, And an episode of Here in Taiwan where there was research about finding ways to increase metabolism in fat-burning cells. Uh, Also, an episode of Feast Meets West, the annual pink show to raise breast cancer awareness. There's also a technical note here. Uh, I didn't. Really, I don't know. Had you heard about this? Uh, mm. We had an issue. Uh, it was on our October nineteenth program, and it says that there is a double talk technical program that occurs often in all of your programs on that day. That was oh. Curious John, Stroke of Light, and Feast Meets West. For example, the beginning of Stroke of Light starts out with "Hello, hello." A hiccup or repetition of a word. Again, this happens in all the programs from October nineteenth. Oh my goodness! It's a mystery. Oh, because the original sound files. I went back and listened. Yeah, they're okay. Oh no! So hmm. <laughs> it's a mystery. Uh, it says best wishes to you in solving and avoiding this problem in future programs. Hopefully, one of our sleuths back behind the scenes here can can yeah. figure this out. Hmm. That's weird. <laughs> Maybe it happened in transmission or something. Maybe we all got stuck in a time warp or something. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, gosh. Oh, thanks for weird. bringing that up. That comes to us once again from Brian Newell, who's listening to us from Logansport, Indiana, in the U.S. Yes, thank you. Okay, so now we move over to Waluyo Ibn Dichman of Indonesia. And it says here, Dear RTI, how are you, my beloved announcer? <laughs> Hope you are well. Such uh, an email is, an, is to indicate this reception report of RTI English service from 10 to 11 uh, UTC at the frequency 15320 kHz. Simple rating was uh, threes and fours. We also listened on October 16th, oh. uh, where he listened to Chinese to go. Also, hashtag Taiwan, talking about fried chicken in Taiwan. Status update, reading letters from India, England, and Japan. And then he listened in on the following day, October 17th. He listened to the news, uh, welcoming the Norwegian athlete who wore one of our hats from one of our temples. I don't think he's here yet. He's coming, uh, he's coming soon. He's coming soon. Next. Right. The right. next few weeks? Yeah, something like that. And then here in Taiwan, talking about a new technology, also ear to the ground, um, special activities for university students, 
about student orientation, and then Jay Bells and Bamboo Pipes, uh, Spring of Lasha, and Music from Inner Mongolia. He also listened in, uh, on October 18th and October 20th as well to a News, Stroke of Light, Face Meets West. Well, thank you so very much for the details. That was again Waluyo Ibn Dijman of Indonesia. We've got a note here from Baikan Hazarika, who's listening to us in Assam, India. Uh, this is a note about our October 18th broadcast on 15320 kilohertz. Simpo 43343 could be better, but not terribly bad. Uh, it says that uh, they listen to Taiwan Insider. In this program, we broadcast the cancelled edition. Uh, not our program, but uh, <laughs> other things that were cancelled. Right. Uh, then there was the Taiwan Explained hashtag Taiwan segment, which it says was really fantastic. I very much enjoyed today's show, and I found it informative and enjoyable. Well, we're glad you liked it, and keep tuning in. We have a special segment today. Ooh, a special segment. Yes, um, because we had a listener from Germany who came visiting Taiwan. So um, we got talking to him. It's Peter Berg of Germany. Let's take a listen to what he has to say. Well, hello, Peter. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure as well. Yes. Now, I understand that, Peter, it's your second time to Taiwan. You were here last year, so this time you stayed for six weeks, yes? Right. Yeah. Uh, it is possible because I'm al already retired. Oh, that's very nice. So, where did you go? Of course, you spent some time in Taipei, but did you go anywhere outside Taipei? I have been in Chiai, uh, later on in uh, Kaohsiung, and Kaohsiung, then in yes. Kenting. Kenting, oh, that's like way, way south. Yeah, yes. we have beautiful beaches down there. Right. But uh, so, did you visit a beach there? I mean, was it warm? It was still warm. Still warm. Were, uh, in in the afternoon, there were cold wind going on, but um, it was possible to uh, stay on the beach. But uh, swimming was not possible. So, what do you think you like best about Taiwan? Oh, it's a good question because it's a big mixture between um, the mountains, then the valleys, and the forests, and then the seaside. You have a big variety where you can go. Go and stay and do what you want. And uh, if you are interested in technique, like the access are, uh, they can also visit the museum, radio museum. That that's the reason why I went to Chi Hai. Uh, yeah, RTI. Yeah, staying here in in your studio and making interviews and uh, going to a transmitting station in uh, Tamsui. That's um, right, yeah. And uh, on the other end, if you are interested in uh, um, railways, here are so many different railway <laughs> systems, sugar railways, forest railways. High-speed rail. Yeah, yeah, and many others as well. So um, you have a big variety of places where you can go to and where you can spend your time. You know, from what you just said, I realize where your interests are, where your hobbies are. Right. So you have a very, wide variety of hobbies besides radio stations you also like trains and then the sea and then the mountains but you know the good thing about Taiwan is everything is very easily accessible like for example if you want to go to, go to the mountains maybe one hour drive you're in the mountains right and then if you want to go to the sea Maybe an hour's drive will get you to the sea. Isn't that, that true? That is absolutely true. Yeah. And the transport system is marvelous. 
Yes, very, very convenient. What do you like about our programs? What do you like about the English programs here at RTI? Um, at first, I was astonished that the, the German uh, program, which I'm listening regularly to, is totally different from that you are producing in the in, English service. Yeah. Okay. So and um, compared, okay, the, the the main points are more or less the same, mm-hmm. but you get a different point of view from. That what the Germans are saying. Oh, really? Like what? For example? <laughs> no, I have no no particular example. But but but, uh-huh. but you are expressing it in a different way, and you have some side informations which the others don't have. Oh, I see. We're not talking about politics, right? Yeah. We're talking about culture yeah. and a music, maybe, yeah. and a food. You know, the English service, we have a food program, yeah. Feast Me's West. Do you listen to that one? Yeah, yes, of yeah? course. <laughs> Do you get I, hungry listening to that program? <laughs> <laughs> I like the Taiwanese food. Oh, so six weeks you could have eaten a lot of local specialties here. I did. I went also to the night markets. Yeah, yeah like the night market. That one in Chiai, I didn't like because it was not that what I have seen in Chilin or uh-huh, in Chilin, night market, yeah. That is totally different. What's your favorite food? Uh, squid. Squid, okay. Grilled squid, maybe? Also boiled, but with uh, some uh, uh, wasabi and wasabi. other. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Fresh boiled squid yeah. cut into you know bite size, yeah. and then you dip in this like wasabi yeah. spicy sauce. Ooh, now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> I'm getting hungry. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Is there any particular program they'd really like to listen to in the English service? You don't mean Feast Meets West. Is that your most favorite? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll be sure to tell Andrew about that. Mm. Great. Well, is there anything you want to tell our listeners before we say goodbye? Oh, it's um, my message would be um, come to Taiwan, visit Taiwan. It's an adventure, of course, because of the Chinese language, but it's easy to going through. All right. Well, thank you very much. Did you learn any Chinese phrase while you're here? What can you Not say? Not really. Not really? Yeah. Do you know Ni how to hao, say... Ni something like Ni hao, that. that. That means hello. Yeah. yeah, how are you? Good, good. Mm. Do you know how to say goodbye? No. <laughs> Zai jian. Yeah, zai jian. Zai jian. Yeah. This, this I know. I didn't know that it means goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> now you know. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Peter. It's good to have you. And please mm. do visit us again. Okay, I will try to do my best. Okay, thank you. Well, that's it for Status Update, and I thank you so much for writing us. Do keep those letters coming, though. Our address is PO Box 123-199 Taipei, Taiwan. Or send us an email. You can reach us at rti at rti.org.tw. And of course, we love your Facebook comments. Please keep those coming our way, too. Yes, until next week, I'm Shirley Lin. I'm John Van Trieste. Goodbye. Bye. Are you listening? <laughs> <laughs>
This is the sound of my country. This is the sound of Taiwan. Taiwan, a small island with a whole world of sounds. Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kHz. And in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International.